Merry Christmas, everybody. My name is James McKenzie, and this is the True North Podcast. I've got a couple friends with me today, James Hugo and Joseph Flashbrook. What's hey, up, hey. fellas? Hey, how's it going? Good, man. How are y'all doing this Christmas season? Y'all all ready for all the things? Yes. <laughs> I actually, we started gift shopping uh, several months ago, so oh I feel gosh. like... You're a freak. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. No, I'm ready. I'm Thankfully, really excited. Thankfully, I'm married to a planner, Yeah, and so our stuff is done, and so we are... Just waiting yeah. and anticipating yeah. all the fun to come. You guys got anything you're looking forward to? Not too deep, but looking forward to for 2024? Uh, I, I just listened to a message by Morgan Snyder about consecrating the year. Mm-hmm. So there's a bit of just anticipation and excitement for um, praying through that with Leslie and preparing yeah. for that. Yeah. Yeah. We have such a pull in 2024 to be led into, um, deep wells. Yeah. Uh, no matter where they are, which we've talked about a little bit and invited you all on that journey. We are really looking forward to that. Um, and going and learning from others, just going and sitting and just getting that transfer of kingdom into us. Like there's such a pull for that. And then the next thing would be family. Like we're just going to, we're shutting off the good. Yeah. We're checking our O's and we're inputting the God. And one of those things are certainly family and just experiencing thing. You know, whatever God opens the door in that. So that's, Mm -hmm. yeah, 2024, we're excited for that. That's awesome. I I feel like for me, uh, the past few years has been, there's just a honing in Mm. on the rhythm of life. Yeah. And it seems like uh, like we're chiseling away and chiseling away and, and getting more healthy and mature Mm -hmm. in how we go about our seasons. Yeah. And I think a big part of that, if you go back to our podcast, we did a couple months ago on what we're doing in 2024 for true North with less events and more space for discipleship, more space for content. Um, I'm really excited for that. Like I like next year is not going to be a perfect year. Like I'm not going to get it all right but it feels like a really big step in the right direction that I've, I don't know that I could have said I would have been looking for, you know, going into 2023, like that wouldn't have been on my radar as something that was important of like this continued new rhythm. And so I am excited for that. Yeah. It's amazing, James, what obedience opens, yeah. even when you're shutting things down, if you're obedient to the shutting them down, it's amazing what he can do yeah. with just what you do give him. Like yeah. it's, it's incredible. So well done. Yeah. Well, like I said, Merry Christmas to all our listeners. Yes. Happy new year. Yes. Uh, man, this has been 2023 has been incredible. 2024 is going to be so much fun. Um, I've got a couple of my favorite guys in here with me today and we've, we've got a pretty cool topic to talk to you about. And this is something, I mean, that God downloaded into Joseph's heart big time in this mm-hmm. past year. Um, and it's a message that he's passionate about getting out. We, we shared about it a little bit at the end of Joseph's story, mm-hmm. um, during that podcast where we shared about the cycle of purpose and, and how, um, it's a message that he wants to get to you guys. And so Joseph, um, before we get into that, I think we should pray Yeah, for and sure. let's all get our hearts right. Including you in the car, like enter into this time mm-hmm. with us. If you're just listening at home or, or you're on a jog, whatever, like, Get your heart into the right posture to receive what we're about to hear as we do the same. Yeah. Joseph, kick us off. Yeah. 
Father, we first and foremost, we, <clears throat> we worship you. And we just lift you up, and we, we recognize that you are the holiest God. You are the most high God, and you are worthy of praise. And we consecrate this podcast, this, this season of our lives to you, Lord, and we, we glorify you in this, Lord. We consecrate, again, our words, our bodies. We, we speak a canopy over this room, a canopy of the kingdom of heaven, and we command and we bring the full judgment of the work of Jesus Christ in heaven against any evil art or enemy that would be in this space. Mm-hmm. And they are sent and demolished away from this area. Yeah, We ask for your blood, Jesus, to just pour over that canopy, to pour over our Jesus bubbles that we declare over us now. Mm-hmm. And that goes for the listeners too, Lord. We just simply ask for your love and for your kingdom to open up over us. And we just sit in our authority, and we love you so much, Jesus. So much. Amen. 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 The, what we're going to talk about today is the cycle of purpose. And I'll rewind to where I was in life, and this is a, a daily help guide in drawing near to heaven, to God, to Jesus, to the Holy Spirit. And it's a tool in navigating life and and living abundantly and walking in freedom. And this was a total God-given gift of wisdom from heaven. That's just what it is. Mm -hmm. And he gifted this upon a mountain home retreat with two of my good buddies, Jeremiah McGugan and Josh King. And we were at, um, you know, uh, the mountain home in Arkansas and really how Josh set this up was kind of like a base camp. Yeah. And, you know, it was a few days long and and we had worship and we had time in the word and and questions that he, you know, the spirit had him write out and give to us. And and during one of those quiet times with with God, I was struggling with like purposeful life Mm. and like a meaningful life and just kind of, not that I wasn't living it, but I was just struggling with that. And I wanted to hear from, from, you know, the king in regards to purpose and he's like we'll sit down so i did i sat down on a log in the middle of arkansas beauty in in the middle of his beauty and and he started just orchestrating through through my pen and and what he had me write was an r dash rest and then an e eat a p for praise an e for eat again an a for action and then a t for therapy and then he had me take a uh, from the bottom of that, and he had me draw a line back to the top, and then he labeled it "cycle of purpose." Mm-hmm. And then he said, "Read each letter of the f- of the first, you know, the first letter of each word, and it spells out repeat." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Well, that's really cool." Yeah. So we started diving into this, and that's what I want to do with you guys today. And what he taught me specifically with rest, the first thing is is our day actually begins prior to falling asleep. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really understand that at the time, but he, he spoke to me of inventorying what I was allowing into my eyes and into my ears prior to going to sleep. And it really truly does dictate my rest. As it says in Matthew 6, 22 through 23, your eye is a, like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is unhealthy, your whole body is filled with darkness. 
And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. And, and he, through this journey, he's taught me of rest and he's led me to several books. And one of them I want to highlight and encourage you guys to go to is Sacred Rest by uh, Sandra Dalton Smith. It is incredible. It really highlights the different places of rest that our body needs. And I really want to encourage you to go to that. It is so very worth it. And what I've noticed too is that the enemy talking with people along this journey and warfare. And one of the first things they attempt to rob is rest. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I was just invited God into how do we rest? Yeah. And, and he said, you, you are kings and you are queens of your kingdom. Yeah. Right. And you, you sit and you walk and you stand in my authority. So take authority prior to resting, prior to going asleep. Can I add something to that? Yeah, absolutely. So I wish for our audience I could uh, refer you back to where I heard this. I believe it was on the Bema podcast, which is all about following scripture and stuff. But he talked about in Eastern culture that the days actually do begin at night Mm. in the evening. And so whenever God talks about like starting out your day with rest— so they're literally starting out their day by going to bed and sleeping for eight hours mm. and giving their first thing to rest and Sabbath. Yeah. And uh, it's like just a completely different structure than what we in the Western yeah. world have. That's really interesting. And so there's a lot of scripture that backs that up. I don't have it for you right now. Sorry. But it, it was something that I remember hearing and thinking, wow, that's really interesting that like they're, it's really important for rest and that's, that's what we start with. That's what we work yeah. out of is out of our rest. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like just, and it's not just a physical rest too. Mm-hmm. There are so many different types of rest, but right. physical is huge. Like just look at it simple. If you don't get rest, your whole next day is wiped out. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it really is. You're on the struggle bus and there are times of supernatural power, right? That God can push us through the day, but th- there he's like, th- there's a way. There's freedom in this, even amidst your warfare, like, right. And, and I would also recommend uh, sit, walk and stand. It's a book by mm-hmm. Watchman Nee. And he, he just, he, there's a ton of scripture in it and it teaches us to truly comprehend our authority, right. our identity and where we are seated, yep. right? We're seated. The scripture says we, we've been ascended and we are seated at the right hand of the father and he has released all power and authority unto us. And that means our kingdom and we can declare rest over us. Um, mm-hmm. the next was, so that's rest. The next would be eat. And we talked about that. And, and he said, first and foremost, it's a spiritual eat. It is a spiritual mm-hmm. food. It's the daily bread. And he taught me that intimacy with God will provide such great food, great food and direction for the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he's like, there's no pressure here. Like, a simple option. This is kind of how I started. And Josh King gave me this idea because like for me to get my bread, I thought it was like, I got to sit down at a table. I got to be in a quiet place. I got to have the right scripture. I got to have the right music. I got to have the fireplace on. Right. And, And God was like, no, man, when you're getting ready for work, when you're shaving, when you're getting dressed, Mm -hmm. an idea would just simply be to play scripture. Mm -hmm. Like, and and it's like eating breakfast. I don't remember what I ate for breakfast two days ago, but what I know is it brought nourishment. Yeah. Right. And it's just choosing that because the things that go into our ears again Mm -hmm. will dictate our day. 
yeah. and it will dictate our conversation. And, and he, he taught me of that. So soaking in truth, even if I'm not quite just completely 100% devoting my undivided attention to it, if he makes, if we make time, he will meet us. Like yeah. that's a promise. That is a promise. In James 4, 8, it says, come close to God and God will come close to you. Mm-hmm. We walk with him in that. And, um, like you, you see him in the, in, in these things, you see him in the beautiful creation, like just go walk with him for five minutes outside. Like he'll, man, he'll come to you in these things. Yeah. Um, Jeremiah 33, three call to me and I will answer you. I will tell you great and hidden things that you have not Mm -hmm. known. What a beautiful promise. And we could sit here and, and discuss and just give witness of what God has brought us in the times that we choose to walk with him and invite him into that. And, and like the bread that he releases, John 6, 35, just about, I'm the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never hunger again. Whoever believes in me will, will never thirst again. Like what I've noticed is that in the time that I give him every morning, he releases these little nuggets of wisdom and life and truly what they are is love. And honestly, it's for the ones that he knows I'll come in contact with yeah. that day. And then I get the overflow. It's been incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, like plugging into him creates the verbiage I need for the conversation that I don't right. even know I'm going to walk into. Yeah. That's, it's just a key. Yep, It's a key to it. Um, and then he's, you know, the next, yeah, God is so good, man. I get like, he gets all glory for all this, by the way, first and foremost, praise. Oh, I love praise. I love praise and worship. It's in, it's just an incredible work that occurs. It is such a powerful weapon in all three realms. Mm -hmm. Like it's an opportunity to turn your heart to God no matter where you are currently in life, right? What happened? Is there a terrible storm? Well, I choose to pray. Mm. Am I locked up in prison, starving and beaten? I choose to praise. It is incredible, and I've seen in the spiritual realm, when you are in dire need and you choose to nail that to the cross and praise him in the midst of terrible times, it is so powerful. Mm-hmm. It is so powerful. And I'm sure everyone listening and us specifically sitting here, like we, we've experienced it. Yeah. Like if you turn to praise, it is a powerful weapon. Second Kings 17, 39. You must worship only the Lord, your God. He is the one who will rescue you from all your enemies. Like this is a promise. He'll rescue us in our praise. It's access to his throne. Psalms 100. Verse four, enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Mm-hmm. It's another beautiful promise. Right there, it says it. Access to the throne. That's where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And then and then he then he speaks of of eat uh, physically now. Um, which I would encourage you to read Matthew six, verses twenty-five through thirty-four. I'm not going to quote all that on here, but physically, like God created us to thrive on food, substance. Our bodies need it to thrive, but this shouldn't dominate our thoughts, right? Like I think I'm so excited about the table in heaven. 
I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. can you imagine how good like the father mm-hmm. prepares meats and yeah. just like how good the fruit will taste and we get to enjoy those things in a godly way. And it's so important. You know, I've heard, uh, and I maybe have shared this on the podcast before, but kind of a new definition of fasting to me has been, um, acquiring a taste for what's to come. Mm. And so we're choosing to not partake in the good right now because of, to, to acquire a taste for the great that's coming. And so yeah. when we yeah. fast, you know, we're, we're telling God, like, I know you have so much better for me. I'm not choosing, um, you know, even, even the good food we have here right now for these next, you know, 21, a lot of people do a 21 day fast at the first of the year. And that might be a helpful mindset to have of, you know, I'm choosing not to do this so that, I can have a taste for your kingdom mm. later. It's mm. good. And it will taste so much better. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, I think fasting, we could <laughs> have a whole we, podcast. Oh, on man, that. we could. It's powerful. Yeah. It's another tool. Yep. Um, it is, it is, what I found is it is nailing yourself to the cross. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you want an upgrade? Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that, I think the reason I thought about bringing that up is like when we're talking about eating physically to, to nourish us, like not choosing to indulge in the mm-hmm. things that taste so good, but aren't good for us. And I'm preaching to myself so hard right now in this, <laughs> like I'm dude, a hypocrite I'm sure on the I air right now. Eating a Snickers yesterday. Oh bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, right here. <laughs> so my daughter started working at a bakery Oh, and yes. she's bringing home cu- gourmet cupcakes, like a tray of them, a couple of times a week. And I'm like, you know what? I can just add another workout to my week and be all right. And One so, more pastry. Man, what an haven't awesome. added the other workout yet, but I've been adding the cupcakes. <laughs> How's that working out? What an, uh, Not great. That's why we're doing this podcast today. So, What an opportunity for self-control for you. Oh, <laughs> All right, move on. What's the next one? Action. (laughs) I think we might stay here. If if it gets released before Christmas, this is really going to challenge a lot of people. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody's sitting down for Christmas meal thinking about the stuff we're talking about. Yeah. A lot of overindulgence. That's okay. That's okay. okay. See, but Christmas is the feast that we're preparing for, right? Like, we should have been fasting for the past couple weeks to prepare for for what's coming up. Wait, you haven't been? I mean, come (laughs) I I did for like a day. I, okay. I I just want to acknowledge like the idea of what we, what we have to look forward to mm. in heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't thought about that from from a food yeah. physical food aspect. Yeah, um, prime that, rib. That, that's cool. That's exciting. It'll, be, it'll basically be like going to base camp at Circle M Lodge every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a fact. In man. heaven, that's, if you've ever had their five food, five star yeah. food. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> What's next on the list? Uh, action? Okay, yeah, action. So, um, work. What do we do for a living? The, you know, those things, those steps prior to prepare us for that. It, it's it's like ministry is a very good, purposeful thing, but God is raising up his warriors where they are in work mm-hmm. and, and wherever your field is, right? How important it is to be a light 
in mm-hmm. your field where you are, mm-hmm. right? The harvest is in, is in the fields. This is kingdom building, and, and this is an opportunity to ask Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit, what is my kingdom purpose? Yeah. Like, I didn't ask this until maybe a few months um, due to some nudging from, from Josh King. He's like, have you ever asked Jesus what you're going to do in heaven? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's a silly question. Why would I ask that? Yeah. Right? But no, it's so true. We, uh, we are mm-hmm. to, to bring heaven to earth. And we are all created for a specific person, purpose, and we're going to love doing that in, in heaven. So why not ask him? Do you have an answer to Josh's question? Um, so, yeah, actually, I initially heard, I heard the initial part of the answer. And what I heard was, you are going to usher in families who are in heaven. And when they come, you're going to usher them and say, hey, your family member is here and you are going to see mm. with your own eyes the power of reconciliation mm-hmm. and i like when i said that i'm just crying i'm yeah. just weeping mm-hmm. because if you know my story like within my family there's just some terrible things that have happened and that is just so what my heart would so desire and he knows that and then he said you're going to adventure mm-hmm. you're going to adventure yeah like in your heart there is great adventure and and actually, here recently, Josh King had a vision of that, and Josh was hanging out with Jesus and 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 the Father in the throne room, and and uh, like Jesus is chilling, and he gets this phone call from me, and he's like, Jesus, is like, whoa, whoa, he tells the angels to quiet down, and he's like, hey, Joseph, what what's going on, buddy? And I'm super excited. I'm like, I found another planet. <laughs> You're not going to believe it. And Jesus goes, well, name it, name it. Yeah. That's yours. You found it, man. And then he took a some chalk, goes to a chalkboard, and he marks another thing that I found. And there's like 40 of them on my little chalkboard mm. that Jesus... And that is like... That's fun. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, and he's like, that's just the beginning, buddy. Yeah. There, Which I, I want to tie that back to Jeremiah 33.3. Mm. Like, call, yeah. call to me and I will answer you. And I will tell you... Uh, great and hidden things that you have not known. Yeah, and so we love to find things. Oh, There's man. so much adventure yes. and exploring and discovering new things. And um, let me say to like, if this is really wild to you, um, I, I want to pose a question of what is your view of heaven? Yes, listener, ask yourself that. Like, mm-hmm. is it just another church service in the sky, mm-hmm. or? are we going to be doing what we were created to do in the first place? Mm -hmm. Because whenever we go to heaven, whenever Jesus comes back, all things will be made new, Mm. not all new things, not just all cloud us living in the clouds, you know, singing like the things we love will be made new. Mm. The food we love, the places we want to go, the things on our bucket list, mm-hmm. we will begin to do them in heaven. Mm-hmm. And so if that intrigues you, oh, I would highly recommend you read John Eldridge's book, All Things New. He dives mm-hmm. into that. It has changed my perspective on heaven. Yeah. And whenever you can change your perspective on heaven and what you're living for, it can change right. your lifestyle here now. Yep. Mm, so it's, it's when so John Eldridge came and visited for the 10-year the celebration, yeah. he spoke to some of us and he said, open up that file cabinet, Pull out the heaven folder, 
what's inside of yeah. that. So okay. for you, the listeners, what's inside that folder? And I'm having conversations with my kids about, hey, in heaven, we're going to mm. do everything that you were created to do, void of injury, void of sickness, mm-hmm. you know, void of, of how well you've rested the night before. And my son's so excited um, through that conversation. He was like, I'm ready. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, and but I think that posture is appropriate. Mm. Oh, it's what we're it's what we're called to do. Yes. Yeah, the, Jesus says like yep. he's he's waiting on his church to call him back. Yes, and if we all had Brady's posture, yes, oh, okay, man. let's go. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm Come ready. on, I'm ready. Yeah, I can't, I can't even fathom a world without death. Yeah, without darkness. Yeah, without I, temptation. Without evil. Yeah, that's so back cuff. to action. If I can just inject a little bit here, yes. For me, as a artist, designer, creative, one that loves to to bring something from nothing, um, here on this earth, there's still always kind of a I created this, and then like, hey, what do you think? Mm-hmm. You know, I want people to appreciate it and love it as much as I do, but there's still a little bit of maybe identity and self worth wrapped up in this. Yeah. Um, uh, that can creep in there. But in heaven, I was wondering the other day, like, man, what would it be like to create beautiful things just for the sake of making beautiful mm. things mm. for heaven? Yeah. In heaven. Mm. That, that was exciting to me. I think that's how you, James Hugo, bring things to heaven to yeah. earth anyways. Mm-hmm. Like you're doing that. Yep. That's so cool. I get what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah. Thank you. That's cool. Man, Yeah. Oh, we could do a we could do a James Hugo <laughs> highlight podcast yeah. too. I will say, yesterday I put on a hat that you made for me, mm-hmm. uncontained fire, mm-hmm. and it was literally a piece of my armor yesterday. Mm-hmm. So thank you, yeah, yeah, Amen. from the bottom of my heart. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, it's so good, man. I love that. In we are to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth yeah that is that is in that is action yeah we are to be yeah go ahead sorry at a camp we had the privilege of going to recently john said you know what is your kingdom and i love his definition of it is any any place here on earth where you call the shots Mm. your home your job family and we have the authority to open up God's kingdom into our places of kingdom here on earth. Did I, is that, that is accurate? Absolutely. Explain it. It is that accurate. just really helped me kind of visualize and wrap my mind around it. Well, let me pose this question to you guys. What, how are you guys bringing heaven to earth mm-hmm. through your either career or what you feel called to just a quick 60 second blurb? Um, through, um, through my actual career, real mm-hmm. estate, um, helping people find a home, um, praying through each and every home we walk into, um, those, you know, the right home for the right person, it matters. Mm-hmm. I was able to actually get Joseph in a home that's right next door to you, yeah. James, yeah. which was amazing. And so to be a part of that part of the um, bringing kingdom to earth and, and, um, God wanted that, and I think he used me to help orchestrate that in Leslie. Um, well, because we've seen yeah. you, too. Like, just your passion for even going into that business with your wife mm-hmm. was because your heart 
felt for those families that just don't know what they're doing or they're, right. you know, like you wanted to be that shepherd and guide and, and do it in a Christ-like way, not just a like, hey, let's get this yes. deal done kind of way. I kind of stole this from somebody, but it is a, um, with each client, Leslie and I get to steward a moment in time hmm. with people and, and hopefully beyond that, but sometimes only a moment in time to help them into a home. And that's their safe place to crash at the end of the day. It's mm. their place to rest. It's their place to recover. Um, and it really matters. Yeah. yeah. It's good. We had, we hosted Thanksgiving. And so I was walking around the home praying and visualizing my front doors opening and allowing the kingdom in mm. and allowing his love and his presence to be in the home and to, to really orchestrate it all. And, and there was such a simple thing, you know, we do all the same things, um, you know, eat and hang out and maybe the TV's on and, you know, nothing's really new. And I was inspired to, um, orchestrate charades, probably something that's like a little, like, <laughs> I don't know if my family's going to engage in this, but I wanted, I felt inspired by God to do something that's going to engage the entire group at once. Yeah. Um, and it was a hit. Yeah. It was a hit, and it wasn't just a me thing. It was, you would never think of charades as a God thing, you know, maybe, but it was fun, it was playful, and it was memorable. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm. That, yep, that's good. That is really good. Joseph, how are you bringing king, kingdom into where you're working? I, Once I again, am, probably could be a whole nother podcast. Mm, yep, I <laughs> am being me. I am being my authentic self that derives from plugging into Jesus every morning. Mm -hmm. That is a, maybe what sounds like a, a silly answer, but it is a powerful answer. And every situation that I come into, there's an opportunity for me to just be who God created yeah. me to be and to release what he released unto me that morning yeah. or that week yeah. or last year. And it's just, that, now, how does that look? Well, being a fireman and a paramedic, we are called to sick people quite a bit. So they are inviting literally us into their storm. And I have the opportunity to be heaven, whether that's a hug, mm -hmm. whether that's, hey, Holy Spirit, how would you do this on this call? I haven't been trained in this yet. Yeah. And he gives it. Yeah. He gives it. A lot of times it's a hug. Yeah. A lot of times a man will come to me at the fire station and say, hey, this is going on. Well, let's pray about that. Mm -hmm. Let me give you a hug. Mm -hmm. Let me invite you into Hannah and I's story. And, and let me just pursue you there. Yeah. And it's like, it, it's like not saying I'm going to pray for you. It is praying with them yeah. in their time. It's not saying I'm going to love you. It's I am loving you in this hug. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? It's, so it's just that. Like yeah. it's, it's in the little details every day. We have a choice. Yep. Right, I can release what God has given me into this, or I can be afraid and not do it. Yeah, and it'll be an okay conversation, but you miss so much if yeah. you don't. So it's just that. Like, yeah. I think the action for me, the bringing kingdom into into my daily life is God. Really, like I I consume a lot of information, mm. and I believe He shares a lot of really unique messages whether it be podcasts, sermons, um, teachings, whatever, 
that are, are like just different than what the status quo is and, and what you're hearing, uh, what on Sundays or what you just, that just goes against the grain of what you were raised to believe. And, and it's all stuff that's like touching towards my authentic heart mm. and that the action I put into place is like sh- sharing that. I mean, that's literally why I work for true North is like, mm-hmm. there's this message that I want to get out and it, and it comes it, it, it like it, it, you know, compartmentalizes or like breaks down all the way to the point of there's a podcast I listen to and I, and I text it to a couple guys, mm, that's good. you know, stuff like that mm-hmm. is, is how I'm bringing kingdom to earth. I yeah. know God, God loves to give me really good content yeah. and share it with people, whether that's coming from my mouth or something I can just text to them. Yeah. Um, and I really love that God uses me in that way. That's incredible. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, um, we, we must recognize that God is in the details and he has created us to be purposeful in the details and God teaches us to serve others as if we are serving him. Mm-hmm. So in everything you do, if I'm sweeping the fire station, I'm going to do it diligently because mm-hmm. eyes are watching me. Yeah. I'm going to do it because that's, I would do this as if I'm sweeping yeah. God's floor yep right and and in that your action will show who you truly are Mm -hmm. and that's just another way like every little thing i don't do that all the time Mm -hmm. and there's some repentance every now and then but but like that's what i try to do yeah and yeah yeah Mm. um what's next joseph the i want to stick with action with just one last thing because this is important remember the one Remember the one that is sitting right in front of you. Love the one individual that God brings you. Yeah. There is such a lie that we have to have a platform and speak to multitudes of people. Yeah. And Jesus was an author mm-hmm. and a he was perfect at loving the one and stopping and loving yeah. that person. Mm-hmm. So in our action, devote minutes to the one that's right in front of you. And if we could all do that, yeah. there would be less need. Yeah. There would be less hurt. There would be more heaven. That's good. That's great. Um, so we go through our day, right? Now we're on the last one, which I think is is crazy important. The last, you know, the T, therapy. We, John says this all the time, we live in a world at war. Yes. And we are constantly taking wounds. Mm -hmm. And not all all of us can see in the spiritual realm, but if we could, what we would see is we are vessels. We are finite. And there are things that chip at us each day. Therapy is crazy important. Again, as I mentioned, we are a vessel. And if we have chips and cracks, then we're leaking out. So we could be constantly consuming Jesus, and it's just draining right out. Mm Mm-hmm. So we have to take this into importance. And therapy to me, as I'm walking in my life, I, I want to highlight communion. Mm. Communion is a powerhouse. And when I, I've learned to incorporate that into my life, I literally get chills. Yeah, it, It's a recognition of Jesus being the door, Jesus being our sacrifice, Jesus cleansing us, and repenting of sin, and then inviting just 
like, right, stepping into communion, speaking scripture about communion versus specifically over them, praising Jesus for what he did. And we were talking about this yesterday, James. Whenever I take communion, I take the bread and I break it into three parts mm-hmm. to represent the three parts of me. And, and I do, I diligently search my heart prior to partaking in the new communion, right? Like the new covenant. Yeah. So I do, I take that and now I get chills whenever I take that. And, and, uh, Josh King shared this to me. He's like, whenever we take communion and you truly step into the new covenant, it is, it's like a nuclear bomb going off in the spiritual realm. Yeah. And it cleanses the atmosphere. It cleanses because you are literally inhaling Jesus and you are drinking and eating of his body and the power and the authority that is in that. And I would encourage all of us, Luke 22, 14 through 20. I'll share, you know, save time not speaking it, but go, just go read it. There is huge restoration in communion. Also, just simply love God. Mm -hmm. Invite the Trinity into your day. Invite him into your heart. If he does raise up a wound, what did Jesus come for? What did he come for? He came, came to restore. He came to restore. Mm-hmm. I came to set the captives free yeah. and to restore, right? Yep. To heal the brokenhearted. Well, if we have a portion of our hearts broken, then Jesus can restore it, mm-hmm. right? So we go through our day. We take a, it may take a minute. Oh man, this came up, Jesus. I, I don't even see that as a big thing, but you know what? It did hurt. Mm-hmm. Jesus, come into this. Mm-hmm. Sit with me in this. Right? And guess what? He'll heal you. Yeah. And he'll do it in a thousand ways. Yeah. It's vibrant. It's yeah. beautiful. And then you walk away mature. Mm-hmm. You walk away ready for your rest that you're about to step into. Yeah. Like, um, he will take you into the depths. Yeah. Okay? Into the depths of your soul. Which is where he does fantastic work for wholeness, for healing, for true restoration. Be attentive to how the day went. Step into your warfare, Yeah. right? Step into your equipping. Step into Ephesians chapter six, your armor. Like step into these things. Recognize you're a king over your kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a big part of it. Like we have to be restored. If, if I am constantly leaking, then I will not have what I need for the person who's going to come in yes. front of me. Yep. And then I won't get an overflow. Yep. And, and we have... I keep hearing... Yeah, w- without that restoration, there's a lack of freedom for you to live and move and breathe in the way, in that day that God's created you yeah. to operate from. Yeah. I mean, we've been in the, we've been in these seasons. I'm just, I'm just dry. Mm-hmm. I'm dry. I, I, so I like, what do we do with these seasons, right? So we were talking about this yeah. just before this podcast. There is, there's language that says, oh, I need, I need to do more. I know what I'm not doing. I need to um, give God more time um, was one of the things that we'd heard. I'm looking at this list, Joseph, on rest, eat, praise, eat, action, your work, and therapy. And there's only one of these things that I can identify that's giving, that we're giving, and it's praise. Everything else on this list is simply sitting and receiving. Mm, that's good. Um, 
I guess work. What do you guys think on that? Like, I, I guess my main point being like, most of the time when there's a lack, it's not what we need to do. Mm. And it's more what we need to receive. Mm -hmm. I agree 100%. And I think what you have here points directly to that. Yeah. Like circumstances. Yeah. I mean, we were just talking, you know, our kids come up and it's, it's a hindrance. Mm -hmm. I'm frustrated. Like, why am I there? This, this is a, anything happens. Like the video we saw at the frontier, the dude's kid kicked over a cup and he's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. And the kid's like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Right. It's beautiful. We, we cannot just push that aside. Therapy is re whoop, recognizing, okay, this is surfacing. Mm -hmm. This is not yep. a heavenly attribute. Yeah. Why is it here? It's nothing to get upset about. Yep. This is literally Jesus knocking yeah. on a wounded portion of my heart. Now I'm at a crossroad. Okay. Do I choose to stay in anger? Do I choose to go to the bottle? Do I choose to be angry? Do I choose to be, you know, yell at them? Mm -hmm. Do I choose to sit them down? Or can I say, Hey family, Hey family, I, I need a second with Jesus. Mm -hmm. And like, just to step into that, take that path. Yeah. Like it is good. Yeah. I'm going to take action real quick. Just like we're talking about. And I'm going to let, just like I talked about with my bringing a uh, kingdom to earth, uh, I would like to share a resource with the, with everybody on that. If you're, you're sitting here hearing Joseph talking about um, going into these small moments with Jesus to heal the wounding and stuff, John actually, John Eldridge actually just did a podcast a couple of weeks ago, and it's called uh, John Eldridge Explains Why Understanding Isn't Healing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's on the Wild at Heart podcast, mm. uh, which you can find on Apple Podcast or their Wild at Heart app. Um, but he goes into um, Jesus and integrating Jesus into our heart and into those wounded places. And so he gives you strategy and really unique ways to go about that. And so we're kind of staying higher level uh, with this podcast, but if you want to dive deeper into that portion, I would highly recommend going to that podcast. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. We got to, we got to just sit through it and a guided prayer whenever we went oh, to Colorado a couple gosh, weeks ago man. and it was phenomenal and just needs to be a well, part of our day. I'm getting life. chills just thinking about it. Mm, yeah. Like it is so life changing. Yeah. God told me a few weeks ago that the awakening has begun mm. and it's, it's like the awakening for his bride. And I'm telling you, he is releasing provision yeah. in a new way that I've never experienced. Yep. And so I, you know, something I incorporate every morning is father, give me eyes to see and ears to hear your provision today. I don't want to miss any more. I live that life Yeah. and it's not good. Yeah. And so I would encourage you guys like, mm -hmm. father, give me eyes to see and ears to hear today, the provision you're releasing because mm -hmm. there are gifts everywhere. It's like an Easter egg hunt, man. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's good. Uh, back to, I think that's beautiful. That there's there's a couple things stirring here that I that I want to point out. Um, the word understanding came up. Um, we are beings that demand understanding. Mm -hmm. We want it. We can't move forward without understanding. We can't forgive without understanding. We can't, and we want understanding before we even approach God with yeah. what it is we're trying to 
figure out or break down or understand. Um, and the cool thing is we don't have to understand for God to work. Right. And so it makes total sense that we should sit and operate and just enjoy and receive God's presence, um, mm. not, not demanding and requiring understanding. Mm. Uh, most things, there's so many things in my life that I feel like have been released just from the presence of mm-hmm. God. Mm. You know, there's moments of, there's no way I can forgive this. And then Jesus walks in and gives me a hope. Mm-hmm. It's not a conversation. Mm-hmm. It's just a reminder of how amazing and beautiful he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a new experience to me within the last couple of years. But I, I just want to make a point of like, man, if you're listeners, if you are demanding understanding before you're sitting with God, you don't have to do that. Yeah. And the reverse is true as well. Some of us actually get to the point of we understand mm-hmm. and move on, but we're not healed. Mm. Right. And that's so good. Like that's, yeah. Cause some of us, we've gotten good at understanding things. There's so many resources in the world right now to go and understand why things work the way they work. I mean, look at personality, like the Enneagram and Myers-Briggs and all that stuff. It's actually sin awareness is what it is. It's not who God created you to be. It's where do we tend to lean towards sin the most? And so it just identifies all your code. Right. And so all we have, my wife isn't, (laughs) She's gonna. I know she listens to every single episode. She's Jess. I love you, and you're. You know this already. I mean, you actually taught me this. Um, but you can have such an understanding of your personality. You can know exactly why you are the way you are, but that doesn't mean you're healed from it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, there's encouragement there to go in and integrate Jesus mm. into all these broken parts. Uh, to go deeper, mm-hmm. yep. we don't just accept things for surface level. Yeah, I think we've identified Solutions. about twenty new podcast topics <laughs> during this podcast, well, it's, which is great. It's so good. Like, yeah, it is. It's we. You're, it's so on point. There is a book for everything, mm-hmm. and what I've found is I took a whole year trying to get self control. I read every book, mm. I read every Bible verse, but it didn't get into my heart. And Jesus so lovingly said. You want self-control, son? You desire self-control? Plug into me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that. That is the key to... Because where does self-control come from? We're branching out way too far, we I are. think. But <laughs> where does it come that, from? Hey, it comes from Jesus beautiful. within you. It doesn't come from Joseph's ability Correct. to withhold... I, like if I get into a position to where I'm having to have self-control and I go, okay, well, uh, yep. verse, uh, zero, and then in this book here, it says this. And, uh, yep. No, it is a, I don't even need that. Yep. Yeah. I don't desire it. I know where that of your time. I exactly. Jesus. I know where spiritual bread. Yeah. I know where that leads. Yep. That leads to death, which yeah. impacts everyone around me yeah. and my relationship with Jesus. So this is so good. We're is. gonna go on for hours if we don't. It will. So uh, back on anything here. else on therapy? So that's I think like just the the invitation into um, it's okay to to break away from your life. And just sit with Jesus and do nothing. Yeah. Like, well, and the therapy piece to too anything, of like, like clearing those things out. 
so that you can actually have real rest yeah. at night. Um, you said that to me yesterday and actually it's, it's stuck. I'm like, yeah, you know, my, my morning ritual is probably the best discipline I have. Um, my evening time is not like my evening time is like just crash whenever, yeah. whenever and, all the things are done. And I would be a hypocrite if I told you that I did this every day. Right. I don't. And I miss life and I miss mm-hmm. provision. It just happens. And that's okay. There's grace in that. But we are, the time is short. Mm-hmm. And there is such an urgency in my heart to every person I come in contact with. Guys, we got to figure this out. Yep. We've got to learn to plug in. Mm-hmm. We've got to learn to plug into Jesus, who will then lead us to the very thing our heart needs that day. Yep. And it like it's the cry of my heart. Yep. You know what's cool? We're 50 minutes into this podcast. And if our listeners that are listening right now, like you are the ones. Mm-hmm. You are the ones that are gonna hold on to this type of thing mm-hmm. and take it seriously and and strengthen yourself. And so well done, mm-hmm. listeners. Yeah. Like, and, and we transfer life into you. Yeah. We transfer provision into your ears, into your body. Um, we, we transfer heaven that yep. has been received to us yep. into you now in Jesus' name. Like, go and take it. Yep. Give it. Yep. You got anything else? No. Dude, this was, this was a yeah. fun conversation, Joseph. Yeah. God is so cool, man. Yeah. Thank you for sharing this. He's, I, yep. I hope that this is just... We can take any question to him and he, he will give it like, this is just one of the ways that he just threw out a nugget of provision. And I just encourage you guys to walk in that with him. Yeah. That's so James, do we have the ability to provide this document that Joseph? Yeah. Um, however you want to take that, I will will post it in the show notes. Um, probably if you're listening to this today, whenever I release it, it might not be in there yet, but in the next day or two, I'll update it and be able to put it in there. Awesome. Yeah. And it's um, worth reading through. Yep. There's, there's guys, more in here than what Joseph shared. You're yeah. more than welcome to text me, email me. I'll shoot it to you, whatever. Yeah. You know, the website, whatever it is. Yeah. James is going to end us in a song. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. land oh, Holy Night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. Turn it off. Boy, Turn it off. <laughs> Turn it off. No, um, look, let's let's repeat it real quick. Okay. Just to, to, to put a bow on it. So we've got the cycle of purpose, and that starts with rest, the R. Eat spiritually, praise, eat physically, action, and therapy. And that mm-hmm. spells out repeat. And so that's our daily walk is to repeat these things. Mm-hmm. And that, that cycle... Is gonna. It's just the maturing process, and and it's, and it's gonna hold off our warfare, and it's gonna grow us as men. And so, uh, thank you for sharing that, Joseph. I mean, thank you for being obedient. Um, it's awesome. What I'd like to do is actually to have my friend James Hugo close us out in prayer. Oh, absolutely. Um, today, and uh, thanks all our listeners. Yeah. For for joining us, Hugo. Yep. Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit. We thank you for the ability to sit and share and enjoy each other's company and have a little fun along the way. I pray for the listeners. I pray that whatever they needed to hear would be planted deeply and that would be able to be applied um, to their life. God, I pray that that we would all be encouraged through this message and that there would be um, there would be fruit from it. God, 
and that you would have your way. Mm. We love you. We thank you. Yes. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All glory to you, God. See you guys in 2024.